I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. It's a special Halloween edition of Life's a Garden. Welcome back to Life's a Garden. It's episode 21, and happy Halloween, everybody. It's our Halloween special here. We got the studio all decorated. You can barely tell, but there's uh, spider webs back here. And uh, what can I say? This is one of my favorite holidays. I love to get to. I love dressing up. As you can see, here I am in costume. And if you haven't figured it out yet, Joe Dirt. This here ain't no haircut. This is a wig. Um. So yeah, I've been actually thinking about doing the doing Joe Dirt for a while. And if I'm being completely honest, having the fact that the podcast name is Life's a Garden was the the single thing that put it over the edge and I was like, okay, I definitely 100% have to do it. So here I am. Unfortunately, I had to shave the beard. Was had uh, mixed emotions about that. But it's all good. I kind of felt like I needed to change it up anyway. Uh You'll be happy to know that the hair did, in fact, go to uh, kids in need of hair for Halloween costumes in the event they wanted to be a uh, an Irishman or a leprechaun or anything like that. Uh, now they can, because I did, in fact, donate that hair. Um, this, is, this is the shortest my facial hair has been since last Halloween, honestly, so it's been a year. What do you think? You like the chops? You like that? Maybe I'll keep it, but probably not. Uh, what else? Yeah, dude, I, I seriously, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays, though. And I figured also with this, uh, disguise, or disguise, with this, uh, costume, that I could, uh, if at any point during the night I was tired of being Joe Dirt, I'd just chop off the sideburns, and, uh, or, and, and the mustache, and I'm Theo Vaughn, right? Be like, uh, this is Theo Vaughn stepping in for the, uh, Life's a Garden podcast. We're like a little bumblebee up in here. Trying to get a little taste of that nectar. Get a little taste of that sweet, sweet juice. You know what I'm saying? Suckle on that stamen. Get that hitter, boy. Or maybe maybe you're more like a like a rabbit. Tilling around trying to get a damn carrot. Or like a head of lettuce or something. You like them leafy greens. And maybe that's all you're really looking for in this garden of life. Anyway. Gang, son. Onward. <gasps> oh, you can't tell. It's starting to go away. Theo Vaughn mug right there, baby. Shout out to the... One of my favorite podcasts this past weekend. Also, shout out to King and the Sting podcast, which, by the way, I submitted photos of my cost, mine and uh, Jared's and Pow's, who's they've been on the show before, so you may know them. Uh, we all dressed up last year together, and I submitted our costumes to the King and the Sting podcast, and we were featured on there today, which is awesome. 
So go check that out. It's the latest episode of King of the Sting. Just skip ahead to uh, an hour and five minutes, and we're, we'll be in there before too long. So it's pretty cool that we got to be on that. Uh, let's see. Onward. The... Uh, mm. Let me just say this right now, okay? I just gotta, I just have to put this out here to start off the Halloween episode, okay? If you are somebody that calls this time of year spooky season, you need, just don't. We, we don't do that. Okay, first of all, women you're more likely to do it, okay? Most women say, spooky season? Just go ahead and drown in a bathtub filled with uh, pumpkin spice latte, okay? And if you're a guy that says spooky season, you're probably not a heterosexual. Let's just be honest, okay? So, spooky season is not, we're not doing that, okay? No more spooky season. We're done with that. It's fall. It's autumn. It's Halloween. That's what it is. Not spooky season. Okay? Also, I nearly made the mistake of calling this the spooktacular. And I thankfully did not. So, this is the Halloween special, not the spooktacular. If you say spooktacular, you're out. You're first to go. Um... Another reason I like Halloween is I have not, especially this year, I've not been to the strip club in a long time. And as we all know, Halloween is the number one time of year for women to act like they are in a strip club. And I'm not complaining. Don't take that as offense and don't take that as me having issues, okay? No issues here. That's free show. So, Halloween night... That's a free strip club show. So, hey, one more reason I like Halloween. You got something to say? I got a microphone right here. I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Oh, yeah, they both work. I don't like no feedback. What's up? How you like that? Um. Also... Let's not forget uh, why we actually celebrate. We, we cannot forget the true meaning of Halloween and why we celebrate, right? Satan's birthday. Okay? So we. I just want everybody to remember, don't forget, it is the Dark Lord's birthday, and we, and we need to uh, just keep that in mind. This isn't just about dressing up and getting candy and you know getting drunk and having a fun time like that's all good and all but we cannot forget that it's lucifer's birthday okay just remember that i'm tired of people just acting like this is some holiday where we can just dress up and have fun we gotta remember satan's birthday okay so i'm just just a fair reminder for everybody okay oh let's see what do we got uh, to, tonight halloween god damn my hair uh, going out, man. Gonna go to a couple parties. Don't call me in. And by that, don't uh, get me in trouble. 
I don't, there's not even going to be that many people, so we're going to have a good time. We're just going to hang out and dress up and drink. I finally get a drink. Sober October is done. I, I succeeded. No, I, no alcohol for a whole month, and I also didn't do any fast food. That was very hard. I almost caved in, and I just had to keep telling myself, you're only a few days away. Here we are. I had slipped up. I had a couple sodas, had a couple uh, uh, sweets. I did not midnight snack. That was good, and I kept to my workout regimen, so we did all the things that we said we were going to do. Success on the Sober October. Now, let's go get drunk after this. Yay! Uh, but no, I really did feel good about it, so I was happy to, to have done that, so there it is. There it is. Let's get into it, shall we? So this episode is going to be literally just me talking all about like different Halloween stuff, different stories, and we'll talk about some some of my favorite movies and just different Halloween experiences. But before we get into it, let's go trick-or-treating. Let's see, what do we got here? Alright, I'm going to start with my absolute favorite candy, Reese's. And if you, th this thing's full, okay? I'm not joking around. Do you think any kids are coming to my house? Hell no, this is for me. And just so you know, let's just preface this, because that is for me and not anybody else, I only got chocolate because chocolate's my shit. Before we, so during this, I'm going to give a little candy review, alright? We're going to candy review up. So I'm going to start off by saying, there are other good candies besides chocolate. I do like Skittles and Starbursts, gummies, things like that. Those are not going to be featured in this. Uh, but I do want to point out that those are good candies. And I will also be pointing out which are some bad candies. But first, let's start with my all-time favorite candy, Reese's. I like these because they're soft, and whoever, whoever came up with the combination of peanut butter and chocolate, it's like, it was a god. Like, this this is the best marriage there is. And if you can get it without, if you can get the cup out without uh, it sticking to the bottom, that's a successful day. And we all know how that feels. Mm. So soft. Peanut butter and chocolate was meant to be together. I'm telling you that right now. That's my favorite combo. Peanut butter and chocolate. It's what I do for workout uh, shakes. Mm. Yummy. Alright. So let's start off by talking about costumes. The, the number one thing about Halloween, really. It's the thing everybody loves about it. It's the thing I love about it. I love. I'll take any excuse to dress up. I'm serious. I dress up during St. Patrick's Day. I dress up during New Year's. Any occasion I get to dress up. I love going to theme parties, and Halloween is the ultimate theme party. And you get to dress up as whatever you want. That's the best part. Usually with theme parties, there's a theme, right? Halloween. It's free-for-all. And I love to see everybody else's costumes. I love people reacting to my costumes. I've been trying real hard to to just go above and beyond every year with my costumes. Hence, the facial hair and whatnot. But, um, I want to talk about some of my past costumes. So, 
I wrote down a list of of uh, costumes that I I remembered as a kid. I don't remember all of them, but some of my favorites. So uh, I was Goku. That was a fun one. I was uh, Godzilla. Okay, that Godzilla costume I remember really well. It was like a skin tight suit that looked. It was just a one piece that looked like scales, and it was like textured like scales. Had the tail, and then the head went on like a hat. Really cool. I was Godzilla that year, and I remember my sister Asia was Barney. So we were two different types of dinosaurs, and it was it was really cool. Uh, I've been Spider Man. I've been a Power Ranger before. Um, I was okay. So here's a good one. I wanted to be a dinosaur one year, and I must have been like eight, seven or eight, fairly you know bigger. But still of the age to, you know, trick-or-treat. And I wanted to be a dinosaur. And my mom got me a costume that was 100% meant for a toddler. No joke. It was tiny. And it was, it was just a, it was a kid's costume. Like, it was like a little hood that, like, was tight around the face and the dinosaur head. And, like, it went up to fucking here and the tail was in the middle of my back. And I was... I wore it, too. Like, I knew it was ridiculous. But I still freaking wore it. Goddamn hair. Um, and I knew it was freaking ridiculous. But I did it anyway because I didn't want my mom to be upset. And I still got candy, so that was good. Um, but yeah, so, God, this hair, obviously I'm not used to having a lot of hair, as, as you could tell from previous, this is the first time I haven't worn a hat, too, I'm wearing something else, fuck it, um, god damn it, anyway, so let's see what else, the tiny dinosaur, yeah, that was, that was kind of embarrassing, but it is what it is, I'm over it now. Um, fuck it. Oh, dude. Okay, you guys are going to get a kick out of this. I don't remember how old I was. I must have been like 12 or 13, something like that. And this was right when The Apprentice got big. I was Donald Trump for Halloween. I didn't even really know who he was. I just knew The Apprentice was big. And I saw a wig that was a Donald Trump wig. And I was like, oh, that would be funny if I was him. Just some random thing. So, yeah, I was Donald Trump, who at the time nobody would have had any idea would have ever been president. But I thought that was funny. At the age of, like, 13 or 12, I was Donald Trump. And my friend Brad was my apprentice. He dressed up in a suit and had a suitcase, and he was my apprentice. It was pretty funny. Um... I was, oh yeah, and then one time, this was like right when I was, I don't know, it must have been like 13 or 14, 15-ish, and I was like done trick-or-treating, like you're at that weird age where you can't really trick-or-treat anymore, but I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, you you, you feel like you're too old to trick-or-treat, and you're too young to go party and dress up, so I remember my one of my friends came up. And he was like, hey, are you going to dress up? Let's go trick-or-treating. 
like I said, this was around like that 14 year old age when you're kind of like, I'm too old for this. But he talked me into it. And so I, at the very last second, just put together this costume. My grandma had a big sombrero, a legit real sombrero. I put that on, painted a mustache, wore a poncho, and I was a Mexican. So back then I was cultural appropriating, I guess, whatever, throw me in jail. But it was funny. And I just whipped it together, and I went and got candy. So sue me. Uh, but yeah, so that was fun. And those are like all the ones I could remember really from my childhood. I can't really think. Oh, uh, well, that wasn't really my childhood. I wanted to point out, I did dress up as my cousin Gabriel for Halloween one year. That was fun. And he, he still loves it when I bring that up. Because he's a cartoon character. Um... So, a few of my, uh, like, more recent Halloween costumes in the last ten years or so. Uh, I've been Hank Hill. Shocker there, right? That was one of my favorites. We all, I had a group. I like to do group costumes. That's, like, typically one of my favorite things. To just get in a group and do it like that. So, we had a guy that was Dale. We had a guy that was Boomhauer. It was hilarious. Uh, I've been the Joker. Eh, suh, stereotypical. Or, not stereotypical. Eh, suh boring and typical and everybody does it right the the joker but i i had a, a chin beard at the time so i dyed that green and i did the you know everything else and that was the reason that was so cool at the time was um we we did a group so my brother was the scarecrow i had a friend who was the riddler we had a kid who was the penguin so we all dressed up like uh batman villains that was a lot of fun and then I was me and my friend were Beavis and Butthead. I was Butthead. That was a good one. Um, me and him also did Dick in a Box. I was Justin Timberlake. He was Andy Samberg. One of my all-time favorite costumes. I've actually done that one like several times. If if it's like a costume night and so you know how sometimes there's on Halloween they'll do something on a one night and something on another night. Well, if I'm not prepared to go out as what I was planning to dress up as, I'll just throw on the dick in the box costume and it works every time. Um, I was Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. That was a fun one too. I have the, the space gun right over here or the portal gun. I was, uh, this was okay. This might've been one of my best costumes I ever put together. Uh, typically, obviously, as you can tell, I like to kind of just make my own costume. I don't like to just get the store-bought thing. I like it to be a little bit more authentic looking. So I was the mascot for Disturbed. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's the smiling guy, raises the fist, has the chains and all that. I makeshift that costume. One of the best costumes I've ever made. And I, I actually wanted to do that for a very long time. And finally, I was just like, I'm going to do this. One of my favorite costumes. Two years ago, I was Q from Impractical Jokers. Because it was the first time I had a full beard, and I had a like longish black-haired wig, and then I I was just Q from Impractical Jokers because it's one of my all-time favorite shows. And then last year, I was Stone Cold Steve Austin, so shaved my beard down to the goatee and shaved my head. This was the costume that was featured on King of the Sting. And then Jared was Mankind, and Pal was The Rock. So we went as 90s wrestlers, which was a lot of fun. 
And at least this time, shaving, I got to keep my hair. And if I didn't, I would just wear this hair. So it worked out. I'm just... Shaving the head was weird. And one thing I did find out is I look good with a bald head. Thank God, because that's my future. Um, but yeah, so those are some of my costumes. Some of my... Uh, favorite costumes I've had in the past and more more of my recent ones. Like I said, I tend to lean toward the team costumes, but uh, this year, everybody's either dating somebody, so they're a team costume with them, and I don't like to be the third wheel costume. So I just went with... I, I wanted to pick something that was going to be obviously something I can do by myself. And I think this is perfect. I, I love it. So, I think this, this is one of my more favorite costumes I've done. Plus, seriously, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Joe Dirt is one of my all-time favorite movies. I wouldn't have named the podcast Life's a Garden if that wasn't legitimately my life motto. So, there you go. Um, also, another thing I like to do with costumes every year is predict what the uh, like most popular costume... Like what I think are going to be popular costumes of the year. Granted, this year there's not going to be a lot of people going out dressing up, but people are still dressing up. I want to I want to predict what I think are going to be the top costumes this year. But first, let's go trick-or-treating. Oh, boy. Let's go with classics. I'm going to do two. Okay. I'm going to do two of them because they're these tiny ass ones. And it's bull because on the bag that I bought, I bought three big ass bags of candy because I wanted to get all my favorite candies. And it advertised with those like the meat, you know, not the big snicker, but like the bigger size where it's like double this. And it's these tiny ass ones. Same with the Milky Ways. But, uh, so I'll, I'll do, do both these since they're tiny. But the Snickers, tell you what, Snickers is basically a meal. Like, if I was, they don't joke when they say, you know, grab a Snicker, whatever. I can't remember the commercial, but this is a legit meal. And if you're, like, down on energy, you got caramel, peanuts, nougat. Can I even say that? Nougat? Is that racist? <laughs> Great. Also, okay, peanut butter and chocolate, great combo, best combo. Caramel and chocolate, second best combo. And these aren't even the best, like Milky Way is actually probably my favorite caramel chocolate candy. That's like a, a typical candy. But the best, the legit best caramel chocolate candy are the Carmelo candies. Have you ever had those? Oh, dude, the milk chocolate Carmelo candies are tits. And the Milky Ways are good, too, though. I can't remember. Does Milky Way have nougat in it? No. Marshmallow, right? Maybe? I don't remember. Milky Way's good, though. Mmm. Damn. That's the first Milky Way I've had in a while. Mmm-hmm. I love Milky Ways, dude. That shit's so good. God damn. I forgot how much I like those. Alright. So. 
costume predictions for the year. I think it's very, I, or fa I think it's fairly obvious to just, let's go ahead and point out, I think people are going to dress up like the coronavirus, the number one villain of the year, right? The scariest thing of the year. So people are going to dress up like the coronavirus, or people will dress up in like hazmat suits. Maybe people will be like the Monsters, Inc. character, you know, those Monsters, Inc. characters that, uh, Uh, why am I blanking? The hazmat guys. I could see that being being a thing. I could see uh, what else? Just anything that's like mask related. Oh, like Bane. Could you imagine that? Like a bunch of Banes. That would make sense because um, just it's already a mask. So it's like yeah, picture it like this. Uh, you merely adopted the mask. I was born into it, molded by it, and we will take advantage of COVID-19, lock you indoors, shut down your businesses, we will feed them hope, then break their spirits. Oh. Sorry. That was a uh, Nancy Pelosi impersonation. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. What, what would be another good costume that people. Uh, like Bubble Boy. That'd be a funny one. Uh, I can see a lot of political things. People could. Like, I could see people dressing up political stuff. Because that's a big topic now, too. I don't know. I see a lot of coronavirus things, doctors, people dressing up like doctors, things like that. Or maybe somebody's a COVID patient. I don't know. That's what I picture will be like the hot thing. What's what's like something that was See, we didn't have a lot of like movies that came out, so it's like there's no like popular movie thing. Oh, Joe Exotic. That's another one. A lot of people might be Joe Exotic or Carol Baskins. That's a one of the bigger things that happened. I could do that with this. Just give me a freaking loose uh, eyebrow piercing and uh, a gun, and I'm Joe Exotic. Get me a boa. So, yeah, there's a lot of costumes I could do with this mullet. Absolutely. But, yeah, I think those would probably be, like, the more the more uh, popular costumes this year. I can't, I can't think of anything else, really. Like, what other big shows came out or nothing really honestly uh, Tiger King was like the big thing so yeah I don't know what else mm. alright well let's move forward from costumes cause costumes big deal but uh another big deal are movies so I okay this year I watched more how like more horror movies and just Halloween themed movies in general than I typically ever do. Usually I'm late to the game and I'll start watching the movies like uh, mid mid October and I'll usually get like maybe three or four in and then either one or two things happen. I start getting interested and I like I'll watch more movies into November. And then it takes me a while to get into Christmas, like the Christmas spirit, because I'm so into the horror stuff. 
or um, I just don't really have that Halloween spirit that year. So I just watch a couple movies and I'm done. This year, though, I went balls to the wall. I watched a ton of movies, and I got to tell you, I'm kind of burned out, which is perfect because Halloween's going to happen, and then it's done. I'm on to the next thing. There's no hangover, nothing like that. Um, but yeah, I watched a ton of movies from different, like, just variety. I watched some cartoon ones. I watched some, some, like, legit horror ones. Mostly stuff I've seen before. And then, um, a few things that I hadn't. So, like, let me just run down a few of my favorite ones that I saw this year that I've obviously seen multiple times. I watched Saw 2. That's a good one. Uh, I, I really, okay, legitimately, I do like the Saw franchise. There's something about it that, it's that, like, mystery aspect, and you got to kind of solve the puzzles and stuff like that. I thought Saw 2 was really good when I saw it for the first time. So that's that's a good one. There, I haven't even seen all the Saws, but I do like those movies. Um, watched uh, Chucky, like, two of the old Chucky movies. Uh, the Leprechaun, ridiculous movie, but I did watch that one. I was gonna try and watch like the second and third one, and then like the new one that like came out in two thousand nine or whatever. Never did that. Just watched the original one, which I've seen before. Super super cheesy, but and it's not even scary. Honestly, he looks freaky, but he's it's not scary. Same with Chucky. I've never really been a Chucky fan. I've never been like scared of Chucky, but. I mean, they're, they're classics, right? Uh, I also watched, like, Underworld and Blade. Some vampire movies, but they're, like, the comic book style, like, action movies. I hadn't seen the Underworld movies in a long time, so that was fun to watch those. I watched all of them. Uh, and then, uh, oh, The Devil's Rejects. That trilogy. I watched House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and uh, Three from Hell. All Rob Zombie movies. And they're all the same uh, trilogy. It's the Firefly trilogy. Um, I actually hadn't seen. I had not because Devil or House of a Thousand Corpses came out in like 2001, and then Devil's Rejects in 2003, or maybe it was like 2003 and then 2005, something like that, early 2000s. And I had not seen any of those movies until earlier this year, right before uh, Three from Hell came out. So that was the first time I ever saw them. Great movies. House is a little bit campy. And it's like made to be like an old classic horror movie. Which is great. Rob Zombie does a great job. He's a great director, if you ask me. I think he's a great director. Because he really appreciates the horror genre. Uh, but... Um, Devil's Rejects was way better way 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 better and three from hell was really good too the fact that they came back like 15 years after making the first one or the first two and like they were so right back into character it was awesome they did a great those actors did a great job bill mosley is a great actor as otis like scares the shit out of me um who what else was i gonna say about rob zombie um those movies Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer for Three from Hell at a Rob Zombie concert. They, they like, stopped the show in the middle and then just played the trailer. It was fucking awesome. That was the first time I ever saw the trailer for Three from Hell. 
which was cool. And then um, the other, th oh yeah, oh, also watched one of my all-time, probably probably one of the all-time greatest horror movies that stands up as an original classic. I think a lot of original classics are cheesy and kind of like that's all they, they're classic they're not like scary really they're just they're corny really honestly most most original movies are really corny not i don't know just not scary but one that stands up and still scares the shit out of me is the exorcist for sure so i watched that uh i had to watch the tv edition which cut out a lot of stuff Still good, though. Super, super scary movie. I don't fuck with paranormal and devil shit. Not my thing. That's the stuff that I don't like. The other shit that I don't like are, is real. I, like, that's the stuff that scares me more than anything is, like, real life. Like, serial killers and stuff. That's the stuff that scares me. But I, um, the other thing I watched a lot of this year were remakes. I watched a ton of remakes. I don't know why. I think they were just available and I just started getting on it. So I watched like the uh, Friday the 13th from 2009. And then I watched the Nightmare on Elm Street from 2010. I rewatched the Halloween remake also by Rob Zombie. Um, I, I watched a couple more. I can't think of it. I'll, I'll remember them. But the comparison, okay? Let's, let's talk the comparison. So I did watch the original... Halloween. I started watching it. I was going to watch it after I watched the remake. And, dude, it just... I was... I, I hadn't seen the original in a long time. It's a classic, but... Rob Zombie just does it so, so good. The fact that he, like, builds up the character of Michael Myers. And, like, you see his, like... Dissolving into madness... That's what I like. In the original, it's kind of like he just kills his sister and then that's it. Like he, now he's crazy and they put him in the psych ward. And now he's Michael Myers. I like the build up and the and the character arc that they do with Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie version. So I was a big fan. I, I big fan of that. And then uh, like the Friday the Thirteenth remake was okay, and I didn't like the Nightmare on Elm Street one. I actually do like. You know, um, the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets a little bit. They they can be really really cheesy too. But there's something about uh, is his name Robert England? Is that the uh, the guy who played Freddy Krueger? Whoever the guy who plays the original Freddy Krueger does a great job. Didn't really like what they did with the remake. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. Uh, oh oh, Texas Chainsaw. Okay, actually let me let me go back just a hair. Talking about Halloween. The second Halloween movie that Rob Zombie did wasn't a fan. It was a little bit out there for me. They kind of got... It's not terrible, but it just wasn't as good as the first one. That's all I'm going to say. So, Texas Chainsaw. The one that came out in like 2003, I want to say. The remake. Fucking... Okay, legitimately, the most terrifying movie I've ever seen. In, in my opinion. Because at the time that I saw it, I was, you know, however old I was in 2003, I would have been like 11, 12, 13, something like that. No, maybe even, no, I was younger. I would have been like 
10. Something like that. I would have been in like third grade. So let's just just figure it out. I would have been like 10. Uh, and I saw that movie. And I just got done telling you. Real shit scares me. And if you haven't seen that remake. They open it up like it's a real documentary. Or like they're really. You know. It was something that really happened. Granted it's based on a true story. But when I heard. You know it's the story of Ed Gein. When I heard that my mind goes, oh, this shit actually happened. And so I'm watching this movie, this crazy fucking dude with a chainsaw killing all these people, and then at the end, it says, the case has not yet been closed. And I watched that movie at my friend's house, and I had to fucking walk home at night after that movie. I fucking sprinted home by myself at night. I was only a couple blocks from my house, but still, I was it was terrifying and I could not I dude I'm, I'm not kidding you I couldn't go into a basement by myself for years after that movie and I still watch that movie today it's it's probably one of my favorite movies because it legitimately scared me it's so hard for like horror movies to actually scare me so the fact that it it did like there's something about that that makes me like it more and I actually do think it was a great remake. The original one's not a fan. The first one was okay, and then once they get past that, it just gets weird. Like, I just wasn't a fan of the 80s, 80s one. And then, uh, and then the, I haven't seen, like, the newest remakes of either the Halloween or the Texas Chainsaw ones. I saw the prequels to both the, uh, the other remakes, but now there's, like, new, new remakes... And I haven't seen either of those yet. Um, also, the single best remake out of all the horror movies, I'm going to tell you right now, is It. I had... Okay, I loved the original series. The original It. Tim Curry. It was great. It wasn't scary to me. Like, it was a little bit scary as I was younger but it's made for TV so there's not a lot of gore there's not a lot of like legit scary shit in that in that movie it's made for TV and it was kind of cheesy toward the end and whatnot um so I wasn't sure what to expect with a remake dude that remake blew my mind they did such a good job on it and it's probably one of my all-time favorite like horror thriller movies the first one they nailed it out of the park those kids are great actors they they are the ones that sold that for me were those kid actors so um and then the chapter two is not as good but it's still better than the original and i thought bill skarsgård did a great job as pennywise when i first saw like the um they released how he was gonna look wasn't really a fan, but at, it grew on me really quick. He does a really good job of playing that character, and the direction of that movie, just they nailed it out of the park. I thought those were great movies. Both of them were really good. Um, so yeah, I thought the It movie was the best remake that they've done of any classic movie. And then Texas Chainsaw, for sure second. The 2003 one. Because it scared the shit out of me. The it movie didn't scare me at all. It was just it was a thriller. It was a psychological thriller, and that's I, I like those a lot. Um, 
Let's move on. But first, we gotta go trick-or-treating. Let's take a look here. Okay. I'm gonna do what I believe is one of the most underrated candies out there. Okay? Say what you want, but I love Almond Joy. Uh... You want, okay, so I know Almond Joys get a bad rap, and I know it's because of the coconut. A lot of people, you know, people just aren't a fan of coconut. Such a different combination, coconut and chocolate. Now, I like the, uh, now there's the Mounds Bars, and there's the Almond Joy. I like the Almond Joy better because it's milk chocolate, not dark chocolate, and I actually do like the almond. I, I used to not like the almond, honest to God, what I used to do with these things is I would bite the almond out of the top and spit it out and then eat it but I do like the milk chocolate and I like the almond too almonds are good for you too I don't I don't know why people don't like the coconut it's so good mm-hmm good combo right there and it's soft mmm I love me some soft candies. Some soft chocolate candies. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about bad candy? Let's talk about some real bad candy, okay? Candy corn? If, if you legitimately like candy corn, you need to be locked up in a mental institution. I'm fucking serious. Those circus peanuts? Fucking garbage. Um, those gotta be made out of some kind of chemical. What else? What are some other, like, Good and Plenty's and Bit of Honey or those, any, like, those hard candies that aren't even, like, those strawberry ones? Get the fuck out of here with that. If that's what you're handing out for Halloween, kick it to the curb, man. Or chocolate-covered raisins or some shit like that. What are you doing? And if you're one of those people that hands out toothbrushes, there's a special place in hell for you. What are you doing? Let's, I mean, you their dentist? No. Hand out candy. And if you're somebody that hands out the big bars of candy, salute off to you, man. Cheers. Because you're, you're the true heroes of Halloween. Or those people that hand out the sodas. That's pretty legit too. But uh, there's a lot of good candies out there. There's a lot of bad candies out there too. One of those black and orange ones. Just the ones that are like nameless candies. Yuck, dude. I think those are like peanut butter too and they're not good. I'm not even a fan of like saltwater taffy. Nothing like that. Like they're not, it's not bad but it's definitely not good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't chalk it up as a win. Uh, speaking of Rob Zombie, let's talk about Halloween music, huh? Now, there's some classic Halloween songs out there, right? Thriller, that's a good one. Ghostbusters, Monster Mash, um, what have you. Freaking, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Classic Halloween songs. No, I don't listen to that crap. I'm a rocker, man. Through and through. 
Here's my favorite bands. ACDC, Led Zeppelin. No. But seriously. Metal. Was made for Halloween. Legitimately. Has any like music ever been so fit for a holiday than metal music? I don't think so. Okay? You got Alice Cooper. Marilyn Manson. Uh, Black Sabbath, freaking Iron Maiden, how about Ghost, Ghost, man, those guys, they're legit close with the devil, so, um, Dio, Ronnie James Dio, Iron Maiden, like, those are freaking, like, some of the best Halloween bands out there. Marilyn Manson, let me tell you right now, Marilyn Manson does one of the best, well, not one of, I think one, probably the only cover, maybe not, but of uh, This Is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas, dude, amazing. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. It's it's fantastic, okay? Um, but the legit OGs, of Halloween music, Ozzy Osbourne, and Rob Zombie. Those guys make, like, song after song are just, like, made for Halloween. And none other, none, like, the king of Halloween music legitimately is Rob Zombie, okay? As I said before, he respects the horror genre. He's a huge fan of, like, just Halloween in general. 90% of his songs are, like, based around some kind of fictitious Halloween, like, horror monster. I mean, okay, jeez. Freaking. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? If that doesn't put a tickle in your balls, I don't know what will. If that doesn't make your genitals a little bit antsy, there might be something wrong with you. Rob Zombie is the legit king of Halloween music. And don't, let's not forget the Prince of Darkness. Bark at the Moon, great song. Uh, Diary of a Madman, Mr. Crowley, love him. Rob Zombie, king of Halloween music, bar none. Uh, dude, okay, so me and Eric, Eric Wolf, who I've had on the show, we, no joke, used to just play Rob Zombie, Dragula, and that's, and just headbang. We would just, we would literally just play it, and then just stand, like, just stand and headbang. And that's what we would, like, legitimately do for fun sometimes. So, that's what, that's the kind of people we are. And then, <laughs> and then we did, um, oh, what else was I going to say? Uh, oh, King Diamond. That's another good one. King Diamond. Freaking, there's so many. Like, you could, the Misfits, you could say the Misfits too. Um, there's, there's a ton of bands that do, like, Halloween songs and, like, music along with it. Like I said, Ghost, one of my favorites. Ghost does a ton of songs that could be, like, Halloween-related. 
So or horror related. Like I said, dude, those guys are like legit tight with the devil. Oh, and black like the song Black Sabbath from the band Black Sabbath was the single first song I ever listened to that legitimately like made me feel scared. I before that time and I don't know when this I can't remember when this was, but the first time I ever heard that song I, I had no idea that music could actually instill f the feeling of fear in you until I heard that song. And that was the first time I was like, like, you feel that, like, like, chill. Like, oh my god, this is, like, kind of terrifying. And then, you know, obviously there's other songs that I've felt that with before, too. But that song legitimately, like, made me feel, like, some fear. The song House of a Thousand Corpses by Rob Zombie is another one. Like, that's a great song. And, uh, like I said, Rob Zombie's just the king. I mean, he didn't fucking change his name to Zombie because he didn't, you know, he wasn't a fan. White Zombie, too. White Zombie's got some classics. Some classic horror stuff, so. If you're, if you're in need of some Halloween music, forget all the, all the nonsense. We're not doing the Monster Mash. You're going to turn on Dragula and you're going to headbang because that's where Halloween music is at in the in the bowels of metal. Mm. This isn't Halloween music related. I do want to say Pussifer's new album came out today. So go check that out. That's not Halloween related. I'm just stoked that Pussifer's putting out new music. So just a shout out to Pussifer. Um, let's move forward. But first, let's have some candy. We need more candy up in here. I'm getting hungry. Hungry for candy. Ooh. Ooh. Here's a good one. Let's do some Kit Kat. I don't really have much to say about this. This is just a classic Kit Kat cookie. And I love that with the small ones, they give you two so you can still break them off, but I don't do that. I just, I just eat them both together. I'm good. That's a good one. Let me do one more. Um, oh, dude. Butterfinger. Now, let me tell you. Butterfinger used to be my all-time favorite candy. Legitimately. And I have a story about the Butterfinger. But first. So, another peanut butter and chocolate, but this is crispy peanut butter. I, lo I still love these. My two favorite blizzards at Dairy Queen, the Reese's and the Butterfinger. Now, let me tell you why Butterfinger had to stop being my favorite candy for a while. So I was eating a Butterfinger. And if you have had a Butterfinger, you understand. It got stuck on my teeth. Like it gets stuck in your teeth, you know? And I was trying to grind it off. Like, I was just trying to grind it off of there. And when I did that, it snapped my tooth in half. Obviously, the tooth was 
fucked anyway if it just breaks from a Butterfinger. But yeah, I'm grinding my teeth trying to get the, the peanut butter off and it snapped my tooth in half. And that was a long process of root canal. And that one gave me a, that tooth gave me a lot of issues. So Butterfinger had to become one of my least favorite candies. And that is why I like soft candies like Reese's. And so there's that story. But uh, I do like, I still like Butterfingers. Hey, by the way, what the fuck happened to Butterfinger BBs? Those were legit. Like, I loved Butterfinger BBs. And I don't know why those went away, but those are great. Bring back Butterfinger BBs. Um, we cannot forget about the children. Because as we, you know, I'm an adult, so I don't think about Halloween for kids anymore. I like to go out and party and get drunk and celebrate Halloween that way. But Halloween is still basically for the kids. So we can't leave the kids out of this conversation here. Let's talk about entertainment for the chillins. Um, classic, you know, Halloween entertainment for kids. A um, few things that pop into my mind. Hocus Pocus. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Ghostbusters is fairly family friendly, Casper the Friendly Ghost, um, Monster House, that was a good one, I watched Monster House, I actually forgot how good that movie was, it's actually kind of like freaky and like a little bit more adult than I remembered, but uh, Monster House, um, ooh, The Little Vampire, that's a really forgotten one. That's a great, great movie. The Little Vampire. I think that has the kid from Little from uh, Stuart Little in it, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I always like everyone forgets about that movie. And uh, oh, and let's not forget about uh, Hubie Halloween. I watched that twice. Great movie. Those are all good. I recommend them all. Me personally, my recommendations for children when it comes to uh, spooky Halloween-related entertainment would come in the, these ones. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Legitimately a fucking terrifying cartoon. Like, if you want to legit terrify your kids, sit them in front of the TV and play Courage the Cowardly Dog. I promise you, they will wet themselves. If, if you are a 90s kid or at all familiar with Courage the Cowardly Dog, all I have to say is one thing, and it will chill you to the bones. And that is, return the slab. And if that doesn't bring back haunting memories for you, you did not have a childhood as a 90s kid. That shit, like, I'll watch that today, and I'll have residual, like, trauma hearing that shit and I'm not going to explain it to you if you don't know you don't know just look it up return the slab King Ramsey Billy and Mandy uh, the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy another great show oh and how about like uh, um, Zim Invader Zim another great one I think Billy and Mandy is like the same creator that's so, both both really good. Spooky. 
Um, what else? Um, oh, Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo is a classic. Now, let me tell you something about Scooby-Doo, okay? If you let your kids watch Scooby-Doo, you need to make sure that it's the original Scooby-Doo from 1969. Now, there's exceptions. Like, what's new? Scooby-Doo was good. And Scooby-Doo, where I think Scooby-Doo, where are you, is the original. But what's new? Scooby-Doo wasn't bad. And, like, the Scooby-Doo uh, Zombie Island, like that movie. Dude, that movie legit scared me, too, as a kid. Because they were real. And that was a freaky movie. But that's a good one, okay? We can live with that. Anything else past that, you're done. You need to... If you expose your kids to any kind of Scooby-Doo, even the fucking live-action ones. I don't give a fuck what you think about the live-action ones. If you expose your kids to any Scooby-Doo that isn't the original or what's new Scooby-Doo, uh, you need to have your kids taken from you. I'm sorry. That's child abuse. You need to show them the original. All this new stuff, especially the new, new ones, dude, complete trash. My kids will watch nothing but the 1969 version. And maybe some What's New Scooby-Doo. And you know what? A pup named Scooby-Doo. I don't know if you remember that. There was a show called A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. It was good. I liked it. That's included. They. That's not Scooby-Doo. Okay? The original Scooby-Doo. That's Scooby-Doo. And I still watch that. I got the original series. The, the whole shebang. I love it. It's one of my favorites. So that's my hello that's my children's um, entertainment advice to all parents and children out there. So um, that's for you. Uh, also, oh, how, I, I just want to say this is probably not for children, but another good one that needs to be mentioned are the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Probably not for kids, but they're still great Halloween entertainment. So I've watched every single one of those. Love them. Well, that was a lot. We covered movies. We covered music. We covered costumes. And all that's left for me to do is to... And we've reviewed some candies. But I do have a couple more stories I want to tell. Just a few Halloween stories that I think are worth telling on this fine Hallow's Eve. But let's do some more trick-or-treating. Alright, classics right here. M&M's, okay? Now, I got something to say about M&M's, okay? These are good, okay? I don't think I've had one, like an original M&M in a while either. Not bad, okay? Not bad. But, the peanut M&M's are where it's at. When it comes to M&M's, the peanut M&M's are the shit, okay? This is my this is my go-to when I go to the movies. They're easy to sneak in. They're bigger. They got those nuts in them. They're way more healthy for you if it comes to candy. These are healthy, man. You get that protein from the nuts. A little chocolate spike for you. Yeah. These are legit. But, not to be outdone, there's one 
that beats them all when it comes to the hard shell chocolate covered candy. And you know what I'm going to say. Reese's. No, 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 wait. I'm going to say this correctly because everybody fucks it up. It's Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Not Reese's Pieces, okay? Pieces is not a fucking word, and they're called Reese's. Uh huh. Like this? That's a Reese's. This is also a Reese's. Not a Reese's. It's Reese's Pieces. Okay? And I almost fucked it up. Can't believe I did that. Let me tell you something about Reese's Pieces. Okay? The the shell, the shelling on these is so much smoother and like I just feel like I'm like if I had a whole bath of these, it would feel like water. That's how like smooth they are. Compared to like these ones, it's like almost chalky-ish and really like sticky. It's kind of sticky. These ones, it's like so just smooth and they feel like smooth rocks. And then you got that peanut butter inside. God damn! Reese's Pieces are the shit, dude. And I like the M&M, like the peanut butter M&Ms. They don't hold a candle to Reese's Pieces, man. Reese's Pieces, when it comes to that kind of candy, top of the line. And I, you already know how I feel about Reese's anyway. Alright. We're in the home stretch here, guys. Let's finish her out. Let me tell a couple stories, and then I'm going to go get drunk. So... Wanted to tell you a couple Halloween-related stories that came to my mind that I just felt like deserved to be on the Halloween special. So, one of the, I told you, I already told you about my Texas Chainsaw experience. Every now and again, I usually go every other year, maybe every three years, to the corn maze. It's kind of fun. I'm liking it less and less every year because it's muddy and it's cold and it's not that fun getting lost. I don't know about you. I don't really find a lot of fun in just walking around getting lost. Sometimes if you want to change things up, you go to the corn maze, especially when you're a little bit younger or in high school. That's where I was. We were in high school. Me, my friend Eric, who you've seen on the podcast, and my friend Kyle, we all went to the corn maze together, and of course we decided to go through the haunted corn maze. Well, most things in the haunted corn maze do not scare me. However, because I have PTSD from watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, whenever the chainsaws come, I, like, just, I trigger and I fucking run. Like, it scares the shit out of me when I hear a chainsaw. So we're walking through the corn maze, and it's like a long stretch. And all of a sudden, broom, broom, fucking chainsaw right next to us. And I grab my friend Kyle by the coat. And I'm like, Aah! and I like just grab, all I remember is grabbing him and like running and like running past my friend Eric. And me and Eric are just bolt running. And, like, I I figure we've ran a long enough time. Because he's chasing us. 
He's fucking chainsaw style, Texas chainsaw style chasing us. And we're, you know, we, I was running for a while and I look back because I think Eric, my friend Eric's right behind me. Nope, here's the chainsaw guy. And I'm just like, fuck. And he like smoked Eric in the dust. Knew I, he must have just known I was the most terrified because he came after me. Also, I look, so I, the, the chainsaw guy like starts walking back. He leaves me alone. Eric's there. And then I, and even further back, my friend Kyle is laying face down in the dirt because I pulled him down because I was so fucking scared. So that's my maze story. I thought that was a funny one that you guys would enjoy about the few, you know, so if you want to fucking scare me, whip out a chainsaw, dude, I'll piss my fucking pants. Legitimately. Um, okay, so on to the trick or treat aspect of it, the trick part, okay? I have never really participated in a TPing of somebody's house, but I was present for one. Actually, that's a lie. I did actually do it once to somebody, but this is a different story. We were in elementary school. I would have been like in sixth grade, I believe. Yeah, it would have been sixth grade. And me and a group of friends were... It had to have been like... I don't know that it was on Halloween, but it was near Halloween. Because it was cold out, and it was like that fall type of season. So it had to be around Halloween. And my friends decided we're going to TP somebody's house. And it was totally random. We just we were walking. We had all the TP. I think we had eggs. I think we egged the house too. And they forked the lawn. The idea, and the reason I remember it being cold is because the ground was so solid that they couldn't really fork it because they, they, they kept breaking. What I remember about this story, like I said, it was a total random target. And they they were just like, we're going to do this one. Me and my friend John, we both were just like, we were, we were like halfway in, halfway out. We're like, eh, maybe we will, maybe we won't. And then last minute, we're just like, no, we're not doing it. So me and him were the upstanding citizens and we just like watched it happen. So we were still like accessories to crime or to, you know, whatever you would call a misdemeanor, a vandalism. And so we found out years later that it was a classmate of ours house. And it was some girl, but it was her house and it was totally random target and we yeah, I mean, I didn't, but I was there. I witnessed it. Uh, but yeah, that was funny. I need some more candy. Ah. Um. Mm, okay, so I'm gonna tell you about this trip to Denver. This will be the last one. Me, Mac, his now wife Savannah, and my dad all went down to Denver. We went down for a football game, but it was during Halloween weekend. So, we decided to go to, first of all, this was the next night. We went to, um, this wasn't Halloween night, but it was, it was like the 30th. Um, we went to, uh, Illich Gardens in Denver, and we watched, uh, we got the so we, okay. Here's how it went. We we got in right when we got in. These people were like, "Hey, we got these VIP wristbands for the haunted houses. You get right to the front of the line. Do you want them?" And they just gave us these wristbands because they were leaving. 
So we slapped these wristbands on, and there was only two of them. So I would, me and my dad would go, and then we'd come out and switch them and put them on Mac and Savannah, and they would go. The first haunted house was cheesy. The second one, it was, it was like all circus themed, clowns and stuff. So a little not so known fact about Mac, he's terrified of clowns. So he didn't want to go into this haunted house. I tried to get him to go in. He would not have any of it. He made a very smart decision because I went in there and I was fucking scared. Like, they, it was a legit haunted house. They did a very good job. Scared me to death. He would have been fucking on the floor white as a ghost. Like, it was terrifying. So that was one thing. But the big story comes the night before that. The night before that, we went to the most epic Halloween party I've ever been a part of, okay? It was we it was at this hotel in downtown Denver. Three floors. You you pay ninety bucks to get in, open bar all night, all liquor, everything. And there's little well stations all over the place for you to get drinks. And there was three DJs. Three dance floors and then a uh, a live band. This was the year I was dressed up like the guy. I just remember there was balconies you could go stand out on, like big balconies, and it was just it started like lightly snowing. It was so like awesome. It was the best party I've ever been to, probably period. Not just Halloween, but the best party, and we got. Shit face drunk. Mac and Savannah were dressed up like uh, Jax and some girl from from uh, Sons of Anarchy, and my dad was dressed up like himself, a biker. So they were all bikers, and I was the guy from the disturbed guy. Um, but people were like mistaking Mac for being Kurt Cobain and stuff. That was funny. But anyway, we got shit face drunk, and. After that trip, I was so blitzed after that trip that Mac had to drive my car home. Like, we all had to drive home, and I was in the fetal position in the back seat. And he drove my car home from Denver. So, that's how that trip went. But it was the best Halloween party I've ever been to. The singer of the uh, cover of the cover band in the room was dressed up like the guy from Ghost. And that was the, that was the year we started the... Uh, Let's predict how, like, what costumes are, are going to be popular. Because that was the year Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad came out. And there was like at least 50 Harley Quinns. So who would have thought? But yeah, so that's when we started that. That was a good year. But uh, those are, yeah, that's about all I got for you guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for watching, man. Uh, the Halloween special. I hope you enjoyed it. We covered a lot of stuff all related to Halloween. One of my favorite year, uh, holidays. And so, um, yeah, man. Now it's time to go get drunk. Because Sober October is over, baby. I can drink again. So I'm going to go out and get shitty drunk. Make sure everybody, if you are going out, drive safe. If you're going to drink... Get a sober driver. Uh, be safe out there. Have fun. Um, make sure, yeah, I don't know. 
that's all I gotta say, man. Just have fun, be safe, enjoy yourself. And for the first time ever, as Joe Dirt, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say to you, life's a garden. Dig it.